Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way, episode number 55. I'm Lindsay. I'm Trina. And I'm Jess. Welcome, welcome. We have just surpassed our two-year anniversary. Hopefully, you caught the last episode. Yeah, hopefully, because it was hilarious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just throwing that one out there. If you don't know, the hubbies joined us and kind of took over the podcast. So, definitely check out episode 54 if you haven't. Alrighty, Jess. It's that time. What is in our cups? Okay, guys, we have a comfort bottle in our cups right now. We are drinking the lovely, bubbly La Marca. Mm. That's right. And it tastes so good. Mm -hmm. It does. It's one of our faves. Um, Old Faithful. It is Old Faithful. (laughs) And I call it a comfort bottle. Uh, You'll find out soon while you listen, because we're going to be talking about some deep shit. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it'll still be funny though oh, of course oh of course i mean of course it's funny i say deep shit but i just mean uh you'll find out but yeah, yeah it of course it'll be funny but we just we love lamarca it's it's one of our old standby favorites i always forget how much i like it and last night i went to a friend's house for dinner and she had andre Ugh. and mm. it was so sweet and mm-hmm. then i drink this i'm like ah oh refreshing yeah <laughs> it is like that the fresher breath air, breath fresh air wow have i have i drank already no. <laughs> i mean wow i'm not gonna lie everyone i had three vodka sodas um because i was supposed to go to the hockey game and then i didn't uh so yeah <laughs> so yes so yeah <laughs> so so jess is gonna be you're gonna, if you remember from the last episode you're gonna be able to see all of her tales <laughs> yeah, exa- exactly just you wait just you wait all righty so keeping up with all of that uh what is our drinking game word this week Lindsay? so we actually have a phrase and in the words of taylor swift you need to calm down that's right i, I hope this song is stuck in everyone's head <laughs> no i've never heard this song oh my god so you need to go listen to it like immediately i feel like there's two songs on that album like that you would probably be like even if you're not a taylor swift fan like just knowing you and your personality you'd probably love those songs yeah i mean i do like taylor swift albums in general i liked the last one that she did i just have not gotten a chance to listen to this one and i i know she has like a new documentary or whatever on netflix i just i I don't know anything about this but i i like that phrase i feel like it applies to a lot of things in my life right now it it does apply to so many things right now it's my catchphrase of the week it's probably going to be my song of the week because hopefully it's not the catchphrase of the entire year that's right (laughs) it might be the theme song for the year you need to calm down (laughs) no it's like the the phrasing is like you need to calm down you're being too loud and i feel like that that runs through my mind so often (laughs) these days that it's perfect for this i like her cats Yes, her cats are really cute. Uh, but speaking of that, you also need to go listen to her album and listen to the song The Man. I feel like you'd appreciate that one too. Are there cats in it? N- no, not oh, okay. But yeah. But okay. Oh, but yes. okay. But, I'll but you check should it totally out. listen to it. It's okay. going to be good. But you also immediately, as soon as you leave here, have to go listen to You Need to Calm Down because it's going to be stuck in your head. All Actually, right. we're just going to play it for you after the podcast. Yes. Okay, great. Can't happen. wait. Can't wait. All righty. It is time for Champagne Shoutouts. Who are we shouting out to this week? So, first shout out is to Stacy. She got accepted into the Nashville Police Academy. Oh, Ooh, awesome. Well, congratulations, yeah. Stacy. That's huge. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, the pre process to even get in was ridiculous like 
they contacted her boyfriend from when she was 14 and had him fill out stuff. Like, it was ridiculous. What? Oh, my gosh. You had to go through a lie detector test, a psych test, a physical, an interview. Like, it was unreal. Okay, considering, like, you have so many police-based things in the news nowadays, like I, like, I wonder, do all of them require that much? I'm not sure. I just know that Metro Nashville does. They're very selective, but they're also very understaffed, so... They're trying to push them through if if they fit their criteria. Yeah. Well, so. it's good that they're, you know, still being somewhat thorough and going through all of that. But that's yeah. crazy that mm-hmm. her, like, boyfriend from, like, what, high school, middle school? Yeah, 14 years old. Her yeah. freshman year of high school. That is crazy. I don't think I'd want any of my she high did, school boyfriends to be called and been, like, talk about oh, me. Oh, they had to <laughs> fill out a complete form. It wasn't they called them. They had to fill out a complete form. There's oh two gosh. boyfriends she had in high school and she had to call both of them. She never just didn't talk to them. Oh my God. They're both married and have kids now. <gasps> what if they don't? Like, <laughs> so I know we're going off on a complete tangent here, but like, what if they don't? Like, what if you had a really bad breakup? Or like, what if they are married and their spouse is like, you're not doing anything for your ex-girlfriend? <laughs> well, so I guess that she could explain it away if they didn't because her dad she's she's not uh this is my niece by the way she doesn't deal with her dad like they don't talk or anything they don't have any type of relationship and so he couldn't fill it out and oh so you can't explain it right i guess so but you know i guess you don't need too many of those (laughs) yeah i was about to say i'd imagine if you if if you're not in contact with that person or you know if they died or like there's so many different ways that it's just like or like i said a really bitter breakup like i would not want to call someone and be like hey hey buddy do me a favor i know (laughs) well she had friends reach out and it was funny because it's like do you think this applicant would be a good police officer and they're like we dated when we were 14 last time we spoke 14 like whoa you know i think 14 year old version of stacy should be a police officer no (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying like there's a lot of things you do between the ages of like 14 and i don't know 30 yeah (laughs) i'm just like "Eh, i don't know if i'd want that on any kind of like form (laughs) yeah so she starts this week and she goes from like 5 a.m to 4 p.m five days a week and it's six month program Wow. And it's one of the best trainings in the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, she's she's going to need a lot of like positive thoughts going her way. She's, you know, it's going to be a lot of uh, physical and then learning and then more physical stuff. So, so yeah. All right. Well, we're sending some good vibes to you, Stacey. Yeah, yeah we are. Hope everyone else does, too. Well, we've got another shout out. We want to thank our co-host from the last episode, the husbands. Husbands. I don't know about you guys, but I've gotten some funny feedback from people who absolutely loved them on the show. Yeah, my husband mm-hmm. thinks that they stole the show, show and he said that they're just going to take it over. Mm. He said that he and Will and Marshall were the talent. Wrong. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I mean, Wrong. I, I got some good funny feedback, like they were hilarious, Yeah, but... Also, I got some feedback that you can clearly tell we're professionals and know what we're doing a little bit more. Well, we've so, had, what, 55 episodes? Yeah, we've had a little bit of practice here, uh-huh. guys. Yeah. No, it's like as soon as like even Marshall and I, when we were going through the editing process on it, he was listening in. And it's like as soon as we come in, our timing, the way we talk to one another, <laughs> everything was like 
completely different from their intro. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it takes time. It does take time. And we're naturals at this. Come yeah. On. Yeah. You can't. Jay, sorry. Sorry. Sorry, sorry Jay. Jay. This, this doesn't come naturally to everybody. You might need a little more practice. No. Yeah. I mean, Will got told that he had a nice podcast voice, which is like, that's lovely. And I know he did take some time to plan his questions and everything. Great. But no, he ain't, he ain't taking over my spot. They I'll can uh, start their own podcast called The Vodka View. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You they already got their name that. picked out. Yeah. Yeah. And if they're nice to us, maybe, maybe we'll consider bringing them back on. Just mm, because they're just, a little fun. Just because. Yeah. Just because. It was, en- it was enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. But you should definitely go back and listen to it if you have not done so already. It's episode 55, our two-year anniversary special. 54. Is, oh, sorry. 54. And it is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Trina's drunk. Yeah, I am. I'm still a lightweight, Trina, guys. you need to calm down. That's right. Need to calm, calm down. down. That's right. Alrighty, and on to topic one, guys, which goes with our theme song. You need to calm down. <laughs> Drink dumpster fire. That is 2020. <sighs> this year is a dumpster fire. I feel like I was behind on it because of January. I was still on maternity leave and like in this little blissful cocoon of being at home. Yeah, and everyone kept saying like, "Thank God, January that full year is already over." Oh, and I was God. like oblivious to it and then february hit and basically february came in like a mac truck and ran me over and then backed up 20 times (laughs) so yeah trina so tell everyone what's going on with you so i got back from maternity leave and got laid off four days later yeah so that's how my year technically has started (laughs) i just feel like there's a special place in hell for people that lay off someone right after maternity leave i would like to think so too but you know i think i'm contractually obligated not to say anything else well whatever i'll (laughs) say it for you but yeah so that's where i'm at in life guys that's a um that's a fun place to be when you have a newborn and well i mean he's two months now but still come on guys. i mean what about if you like work from home and be like a phone sex operator oh Um, i mean for people who maybe have like some kink and like babies crying in the background i could make bank on that oh there's plenty of people i mean he's actually really calm but i feel like he'd probably either that that like sexy voice is gonna like soothe him back to sleep yeah he's not gonna understand the words he's in the room with us right now so i think that could actually work it could work i don't know maybe i'll look okay give me your sexy phone operator voice hey Lindsay, how are you (laughs) okay yeah done like people are calling in the lines are ringing (laughs) that's right (laughs) the board is lighting up guys um (laughs) no i think i'd really really fail at that but funny enough, weird thing, I have actually known someone who was a sex phone operator. Okay, I have so many questions. <laughs> yeah. Why yeah. Why are they not phoning into us right now? Yeah, that's this played that blinky light. So here's uh, where it gets a little bit bad. Oh, that person has passed away. Oh. But I did know someone who was a sex phone operator. No, she did not die because of her job. It was something else, heart condition. But oh, still. Oh, bless it. Okay. Uh, I can't believe, well, that would explain why they're not phoning into us right now. Did, uh, did she make good money at it actually i mean she said it was uh, uh, she made good money at it she uh got to i don't think she actually worked from home i think she actually worked at a call center but this is also before like the age of like cell phones being like as big as they are right now yeah um be really awkward to have those conversations in a call center yeah Yeah. i don't know if they had them in like different rooms or something i don't think she had it at home she didn't have like a separate line or anything i don't think no i bet you have to i bet you have to have like a desk and you're like right beside someone else but that would be hard to concentrate but then again i never really asked her those questions my questions more along the lines of like 
what are the people that like what are the types of people that call into you right <laughs> my questions are I, wouldn't, that. I wouldn't care like i wonder how much money she made i know she did say a lot of people just like called to talk like <gasps> yeah. if she had regulars yeah. yeah i bet people just got lonely mm-hmm. so oh I, my god i wonder if this is how i could pay off my student loan you probably could oh my gosh yeah. i think I she made good money for what gonna you know. need y'all to hop on to this uh. <laughs> this needs to be like our <laughs> secondary incomes guys this is what it might come to as a you know a parent with no job <laughs> i mean student loans are part of my dumpster fire so yeah right okay. by the way my baby just laughed in his sleep <laughs> while i just said that he thinks it's a good idea he thinks it's a good idea like, mom be a phone sex worker i, I can mean, only imagine what his first word would be then i need diapers <laughs> <laughs> so okay so this so being laid off right after maternity leave big part of your dumpster fire of 2020 yeah that's that's my biggest part of the dumpster fire <sighs> this 2020 and then like the same week i get into like a fight with my family and i was just like oh my god what is happening what is life right now and why is this happening Aww. so but it's okay we're i feel like i'm being very positive i'm staying positive yeah i'm like trying to turn this negative of a job into a positive and maybe it's like time for something new yeah and it got me through like a good rough period it got me through pregnancy and all that yeah. I had good insurance i'm trying to keep mm-hmm. lied about it well something positive and something is good is coming your way i just feel it Mm -hmm. well thank you i appreciate that but also operator operator (laughs) Operator. um now i've got like that song uh oh smooth operator (laughs) um no there was like the the drake song or something that was like about call call me on your cell phone oh yeah (laughs) now i've got that stuck in my head (laughs) uh jay has made up his own attorney advertisement to that song call me on your jail phone oh late night when you need an attorney i'm like i was gonna say the next slide is like late night when you need <laughs> my love i mean <laughs> like, oh, he does what, he has a whole can, can you throw is there a line about like dui or I'm when sure. you're drunk i'm sure it's something late night when you need my bail <laughs> yeah actually that would make a really good advertisement that would. <laughs> i know i'm sure there's some kind of copyright but yeah that would make a good uh, i can talk to him about licensing yeah, yeah. Oh, okay there you go <laughs> um all right so how about you guys what has been your dumpster fires of 2020 anything i mean just like i I mean i have a job thankfully Mm -hmm. uh working from home is definitely difficult and we thought we were going to get an office and that fell through just recently um so because i was really kind of excited to get back into an office routine Mm -hmm. um and then we found out like my boss is still i was like oh well we must be like saving some money because we're not paying for office you like all the like utilities and all the rent space right. but like oh yeah no apparently we still are out a lot of money and so my boss is going and trying to like get all this new business and so my to-do list um i think takes up two full pages in google sheets right now oh my god uh, that was at the meeting that i just went to two days ago oh my god uh, at the time of this recording um and that's for current clients and potential clients so it sounds like you've got a list that should last through 220 but or 2020 but he's probably like wanting you to get it done like by the end of the month yes that is a true story um and we just had a um one of our biggest clients he wanted to go book and see them in connecticut where they're located in the in the northeast region and that was um potentially going to be the same time when uh will uh we had my christmas present in new york and so i really thought it was going to happen the same day 
that we were supposed to be in New York. Like I, it oh, was, wow. yeah. Oh. And so I was like, no, like, please don't book this the same day. I'm supposed to like be in New York for like my Christmas present. Mm. Like I had to be like, please, please don't like book this trip the same oh, my time. Gosh. So like, well, it thankfully got resolved, but I'm just, so just like work is just like being like, I'm really thankful I have a job, but it's just, and I don't have any benefits. And so I'm just really, and Did you say boss, you need to calm down. Yeah. Drink. I'm, drink. <laughs> That's what you need to say. You need to just play this song in the background next time you're on the phone with him. Again, you're going to have to listen to it. Yeah. And be like, you need to calm down. You're being too loud. And just go... So that's my personal stuff. I'm assuming we're going to get to the global stuff after we all talk. Oh, about yeah. <laughs> global stuff is coming up. Okay. So, Lindsay, what's what's going on in your personal 2020 dumpster? So, again, I also uh, am just, it's a very busy time with work. I've had uh, hearing after hearing after hearing. And like two weeks ago, I guess a week and a half now, Rory brought home the plague from daycare. Oh, God. Uh, and I have never been that sick in my entire life. And it was like a 24-hour thing. Um, so that was like a Thursday night, Friday morning. And, uh, I was really busy that whole weekend. I didn't feel great. I was probably still dehydrated and stuff. But by Monday, Tuesday morning, I realized that I had not went number two since I was sick. Oh, no. Uh oh. Of course, you know, mine involves poop. <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. My husband told me not to tell the story. Oh, well, I mean, you have to talk about poop on this podcast. So um, my boss was like, I mean, like I looked like I was like eight months pregnant. Oh, no. Oh, my so God. You, you must have felt really uncomfortable. Too. I was miserable. And so um, on that Tuesday, my boss was like, I really think you should go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Like, I can tell you're in a lot of pain. Like, you're miserable. And I was like, oh, my God, I cannot believe I'm going to the doctor because I can't poop. So I just went to like a walk-in clinic. And he's like, yeah, you need to go to the ER. And I'm, are you kidding me? Like, like, this doesn't sound like an emergency. And, you know, right. Like, you weren't shot. Your arm's not cut off. <laughs> right. Like, I I felt fine. It was just like my stomach hurt and I felt bloated. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, you know, that's all. And he's like, well, you know, I just want to make sure you don't have an obstruction. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my God. So I go to the ER, I'm there for hours, and they do a CT scan. They, they did say I was severely dehydrated, and no obstruction, it's fine. So they sent me home with a bottle of that stuff they give you for a colonoscopy. Oh, oh no. And an enema, and, um, and a ton of medicine mm-hmm. that none of it worked. None of it? None of it? Are you no. kidding? Oh, no. So then the next day, I did another enema, and then a coffee enema. Oh, no. Yeah. And a coffee enema? Yeah, it's where you put uh, warm coffee that you brew at home up your anus and let try to let it sit there for as long as possible. I've heard of this before. I've not done this before, but I've heard of My this. My whole family does them every day. <laughs> it's a detox thing. Yeah, I've heard of it as detox Okay. Thing. But um, it's supposed to help your whatever start working. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So finally... I was like, you know what? But I was getting like nauseous, you know, because mm-hmm. oh, because yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah. So I, I was finally like, you know what? I'm gonna eat because I didn't eat the entire time. Mm-hmm. I didn't eat for like a full five days. Yeah, because there was no room. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna eat a meal. 
and it's going to come out one way or another. And yeah. that worked. And that worked. That worked. <laughs> and everything was good. Everything's fine. It, fine. it pushed everything out. Well, it little like it just started the process. It started the process. That's well, you know what? Your bowels need to calm down. <laughs> and then, I hope they're I hope they're doing good now. That's my poop story. Still not back to normal, if you were wondering. <laughs> wow. Did they say that had to do with like any of the medication that you were on for the sickness? Because I know that I wasn't on any medication. An- oh, okay. Because I know that that can sometimes do If you're on an antibiotic, right. it can like, you then have to follow up with a probiotic. Some people I are more sensitive. I think that I got, and I, I'm on a daily probiotic, but I think I got rid of everything in my body during that sickness and I didn't really replenish it. And uh, somehow my body just got really bloated, even though there was nothing in there weird i don't know anyway i went to the doctor a thousand times i went anyway yeah i'm fine well i'm glad you're doing better now you're not you know full shit anymore i know say that (laughs) well that week that was my problem (laughs) i went into the er and he's like oh my god you're pregnant i'm like no that's why i'm here he really said that a doctor yeah oh my god that's why i'm here did you like like, want to punch him no (laughs) because i felt like i was like i looked like I was about to give birth. Oh my god! Oh my like I'm not joking. God. Well, yeah, I couldn't sleep. I was so miserable. Anyway, it's fun. Well, well, I'm glad you feel better now. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, your poop story woke my baby up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> probably he's having to poop right now too. He probably is. He, he I actually, <laughs> funny enough, had a whole conversation with my pediatrician about baby and how long they can go without pooping. Did you know that babies can sometimes go five days without pooping? That's normal? No. Wow. I did not know that. Like, my, my mother-in-law kind of scared me a little bit because he's like, has on average, like, one bowel movement a day. Yeah. Sometimes he'll go 32 hours without, like, a day and a half without a bowel movement. And we're like, oh my God, like, he doesn't, he's not crying. He's not really, like, he'll strain, but more or less that's when he's, like, farting and then he'll giggle. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really cute. Yeah. But, like, I was like, should he be pooping more? And we had said something that like Marshall's mom about it and she was like um my kids like pooped after every meal isn't it normal to poop after like every meal especially at their age and I was just like I mean the I last know. time I mentioned to the doctor the doctor said that it was fine that he only pooped like once a day and so she got in my head right and so naturally I like we went to this two-month checkup this week and I'm like what what should we be feeding him like should we give him a different type of formula like besides just breast milk should i change what i'm eating like what should we be doing he needs to poop, he needs to poop more. <laughs> i was like kind of panicking they're like whoa, whoa you need to calm down <laughs> drink drink uh you're fine your baby's fine babies can go sometimes like some, once a day is totally fine some babies will do it three times six times a day literally or they'll sometimes go five days but usually at that right. point they're more uncomfortable and then they will be crying and screaming and i was like well yeah if anyone didn't poop for five days they'd probably be crying and screaming yeah i'd say so did you cry and scream a little uh, yeah i did. <laughs> so, I did i was just like i don't know what's happening but they were like it was fine so well, good good yeah. well now you know all the, all the poop stories today guys yeah all the poops. i mean we're talking about a dumpster fire so <laughs> that seems appropriate <laughs> to me yeah um yeah so the other dumpster fires of 2020 huh. that are more relatable probably to everyone else listening yeah i mean then again they could all be like listening to this and thinking yeah my ears sucked a little bit too so just in case you're feeling like that yeah you're not alone you might be alone in your problem but you're not alone i think everyone i've talked to or that i've seen on social media has had something wrong so far this year where it's just yeah like, the loneliness and like the i'm going through this right now and this sucks is probably hitting all of us we all have our own issues but i think it's a collectively we can all say 
2020 is a dumpster fire that yeah. needs to either like get its shit together literally or it needs to go away right? i mean i know look we got the coronavirus <clears throat> yep which uh look and listen um coronavirus is nothing new sars back in i think 2003 that was a form of a coronavirus okay. oh okay in case you didn't know I, didn't. I did not know yes um so was mers mm. um so th- those were coronaviruses they went away thankfully but they i mean they were bad um but so this is a different type of this is a different strain of coronavirus um but it's still nothing great right right, right. i mean it's it's bad um people on a cruise ship right now are uh we're, we're recording right now yes i was gonna say something funny about the cruise ship though have you yes. seen any interviews of no people? tell so, me i totally saw that thing about like oh my god this cruise ship is like actually been stuck in yeah oh no yeah. Marshall and i love our cruises right so and my sister and her family are going on a cruise like next month no so like, but they're not going like obviously on a european cruise or anything but like still they're going on a cruise and cruises are known for like you can get off of them and end up sick the next right week. you're shaking a lot of hands you're talking mm-hmm. about, you're touching a lot of rails yeah <clears throat> so anyways i saw the interview for the the boat that had gotten stopped and like one person ended up testing positive for it so then they had to test everyone on board of course and a couple people at that point tested positive for it and one of them was a u.s citizen so i'm pretty sure it was u.s there's multiple u.s citizens now who have it on that cruise ship so well the one it was like the wife ended up testing positive the husband did not test positive so the husband still got quarantined in his his yeah room on the ship yeah but the wife actually got taken to the hospital there and was told she's gonna be quarantined for like a couple days and then it turned into oh you're gonna be quarantined for like a week or two two weeks I think, and then yeah. but like her interview and her talking to her husband she's like this is this is fine like i've i've had colds that are worse than this and like you can see like she's she seems perfectly fine she's like laying in the bed just kind of like i mean i feel fine they say i've tested positive but i feel fine so i don't know if she had like a very interesting minor case of it and they just had to put her in there because she tested well, positive you know like a lot like the flu some people yeah. die from the flu some people uh-huh. like don't even know they have it right yeah right and or they'll they test positive for it and it'll hit them like a day later and they're sick for like a day and then they're y- fine yeah and the, fl- the flu affects a lot more people than the coronavirus so i mean w- we see like a cro- oh my god this coronavirus it, i mean and i kind of freaked out a little bit too because i've read Stephen King's The Stand, which was a, a man-made thing in, in the fictional book, The Stand. Um, but, like, that spread so so rapidly. And, I mean, this is not, like, a... This is not, like, a rapid, crazy... Um, compared to, like, the rapid spread and the amount of people who die. So, I don't think this is a crazy... I don't think this is gonna thing that's going to wipe out mankind It's or not anything. outbreak. No, it's the not. Movie. It's <laughs> not outbreak. And they, they haven't even uh, made it a pandemic. It's still just an epidemic, mm-hmm. uh, which is good. Um, so, that... But it's still really scary. I say, oh, but it was funny. I was like, I've been watching the news on it. My my dad has like uh, uh, written me, called me, told me my sister should cancel her cruise, like all of those things, and like said, you know, things about this whole outbreak. Essentially, yeah. um, Marshall and I were talking about it one day, and he goes, "But don't like a lot more people die every year of the flu?" Yes, it's true. So when he said that to me, I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah. you're kind of right." Like that is still more common and more people die from that than what's going on with this coronavirus but it is not that it should be taken lightly because it is obviously affecting people in a certain area but like it was just interesting when he said it to me i was like huh 
Uh, yeah. It, yeah. It, it, okay. It, I probably have a worse chance of like getting the flu right now and dying than like that. <laughs> it, it is true. And I felt a lot better. So if you want to know a little bit more of maybe the background of coronaviruses, you should listen to the podcast. Um, this podcast will kill you. Um, and they just, their most recent episode was on the coronavirus and they talk about the background of SARS and MERS. Um, so that will maybe just give you a little bit more background and maybe not make you so scared. Um, but yeah, still this 2020 dumpster fire and top of everything, nobody needed the coronavirus. So, is all we're saying. I, oh yeah. I think a friend just sent me the coronavirus through the mail. I'm sorry. Why? Well, so my friend just went to like Thailand and Cambodia and got Roy the cutest dress and mailed it to me. Oh. She did say you might want to watch this. Okay, that... So I did actually get curious about that. Something very similar to that. Because I told you, I went to a birthday party yesterday. Yeah. Like, uh, a three-year-old. And they had this wonderful singer and performer mm-hmm. who... Uh, she was dressed as... Anna from oh, yeah. Frozen at the party. She sang <clears throat> the Anna song. She sang like Elsa's song. But so she's usually she's Elsa at Hong Kong Disney. Oh, they shut that one down. Uh huh. And <clears throat> so, whoa, you got Hong Kong Elsa? Yeah, apparently Hong Kong Elsa was at the at the party. Oh, and damn, it was, like, awesome. But um, so. I was looking her up to send information to a friend of mine about her because I was like, I'm pretty sure she's local and you can like hire her for parties and stuff. So I had found her, her name um, or gotten her name from like the person that was putting on the party and um, look, Googled her to see if she had information online or any other videos. And um, I was on my phone when I was Googling her and it came up with Venmo and you could actually, when you looked up the person's name and Venmo and see, she paid someone to send her a dress and I was just like, oh gosh, if that, if her dress got sent to her from like Hong Kong, <laughs> are we all like now everyone from that party is like been exposed to the, like the cor- coronavirus because no. her dress came in for a three-year-old's birthday party. No, because it came no. from Disney. I know. Infested I know. with magic. Think it's, right. I think it's a respiratory disease. Yeah, well. So I, I don't I don't think the dress is going to get you. Well, I just didn't know if that contains the virus. So what if it's like get, no. they got sneezed on and they got in packaging? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know these I, things. I, I don't know how germs work. What if somebody work? peed on it? What if somebody peed on it? I think it's a respiratory. What if they spit on it? No. <laughs> okay. So we got the coronavirus. And it's also, you know why else 2020 is fire? Uh, what is that? Selection year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because it's sleep year. Uh, yeah. And, and it doesn't, I'm not saying no matter who you vote for, it's just an election year. Oh, it's it's an election year. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. There's just so much just there's just so much craziness and all the ads and just everything. Drama, drama, drama. Drama. So much drama. Oh, speaking of the other dumpster fire of 2020, the Super Bowl halftime show and and social media. Okay. Oh my god. I just like I just needed to get off for a week just to like it was between all of the posts about people hating the halftime show and then all of the people supporting the halftime show and like the right for women to wear whatever they want and you know anyways it was back and forth and back and forth and i was like i could do without this right now i this is going into the dumpster fire this whole conversation look so much has happened that i like literally forgot about that until (laughs) you just brought it up yeah i mean it's just it's just going in the dumpster fire to even just burn and hopefully everyone forgets it because it was just like why are people complaining about something like I wouldn't I didn't want to say something so stupid the topic is stupid their performance was not but yeah well it's just a trivial thing what they were wearing yeah 
Oh, who cares? No, who cares? Yeah. They looked great at 50 years old. Oh, my That's God. What I said. Oh, my God. I, I watched that, and I literally went to a dance class at the gym the next day because I saw Shakira shaking her hips, and I was like, she looks so good. I'm going to go to a dance class tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying, like, how is that any more, like less family friendly than like any of the men performers in the last few years who've gone out there shirtless and with tattoos all over them. I mean, Michael Adam Phelps needs to put on some clothes when he goes swimming. I mean, for He's real. Speedo on. Do you know yeah. what you can see hidden in that speedo? Just yeah. saying. Yeah. His dick. Yeah. 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 So let's ban the Olympics, guys. Yeah. It's in it, it's it's obscene and and not family friendly. People really got hung up. I <laughs> I will say people got really hung up on that stripper ball. And I don't think people understand that um, women actually take classes, um, like did. fitness classes with stripper poles. Um, and we actually have um, a sorority sister who has a studio yeah. where, where you can take, and I actually looked it up after the Super Bowl, um, where you can take classes like on the pole and, and do really like aerial gymnast classes and stuff. I did that for about a year there. Yeah. It was, was so much fun. Throw, it's a lot of work. Throw out something. Yeah. If you're not stripping on it, is it just a pole? Yeah. And I mean, are you just dancing on a pole? And is it just pole dancing? Yeah. It's not, it is a pole workout. <clears throat> like, yeah. It's when you throw the word stripper pole into it, like that's when it becomes something that's dirty or whatever. But like, was she stripping on this pole, no. or was she doing a fitness-related dance activity? Right, on it? right. People just <clears throat> saw that pole and like really took it in a negative way. But I was like, uh, lots of women these days like use it as a fitness oh, yeah. routine and a fitness dance thing. And I was like, I don't think people realize that. Look, people, if you had a reaction, a negative reaction over that halftime show, you need to calm the day down. That's right. That's and right. you need a drink. Fucking drink. All right. Now. That's all right. All right. We got real shit that we're worried about, like the coronavirus that That's got right. mailed to me. <laughs> that is right. And, and me pooping regularly. And all kinds of crazy just election business going on. So just like calm down. Yeah. And speaking of that, I feel like that leads right into our next subject, which is where do you get your news from? Because that's a genuine question nowadays for some people at certain ages. And don't think we're going super serious. I'm going to have a whole discussion on like the actual what's in the news. Or, or not. We're just actually talking about like, where do you genuinely get your news from? Where? Because nowadays... Uh, my my baby has an opinion on this. Yeah, like, you know, he does. and and you know he's going to be in this generation where they're probably just going to have it like just submitted to their head somehow. Probably, naturally. but um, the the well, I don't even want to just say millennials, but there is a certain age group that doesn't watch news and they don't. What do they get it online or what do you have to say about this, Jess? Okay, oh listen, Will and I were having a little chat. And he told a story about someone who called him a boomer, even though he's not. But this particular someone is in the younger millennial generation, will, and they do not watch network news. So that means they, they don't watch any news on the television or, or anything like that. And they also... Younger millennials, I, I guess, are really not on Facebook. And Facebook right. is, for better or for worse, where a lot of people get their news. Yep factual or not we're gonna we're gonna give this person in this age group a name this, this name is brad 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 where do you get your news from where do you come get on news? brad you don't yeah. watch network news you 
You don't have Facebook. You don't have Facebook. You don't have Twitter. Maybe you don't have Twitter. You have Instagram, which is mostly pictures. Yeah, maybe. You, and Instagram, I like to think of Instagram as a happy place. I have Instagram. And I look, I get like, I look at pretty plated food. And I look at cats. Yeah. And that's in books. I look at book pictures. Yeah. That's, Instagram's a happy place. Instagram's happy social media. Um, and you look at ads because unfortunately Instagram's owned by Facebook and you, there's ads there now. Um, but you know what? There's not political ads. At least I don't get this because I don't. No, look I actually, on I actually don't think there's really any political ads on Instagram. No, yeah, like it's like shopping ads. It's shopping like, ads. It's so, brands. It's brands. Exactly. It's branding. It's branding. But like so, Facebook, you can get it's news things. Like that's, I mean, breaking news. It's breaking news. Every time there's no, obviously negative things. If there's and, a and, shooting, and, if there's like a, something, and, and of course it depends on what you follow. Yeah. So like I follow a lot of news on Facebook, on Twitter I follow news. Um, but so if you don't and younger millennials don't have facebook and if they don't really have twitter younger millennials and i'm assuming generation z and maybe this is i shouldn't make this assumption but they tend to be on snapchat and instagram and the lord love me i'm not really understanding this but i guess it's a video thing um tiktok tiktok yeah which is kind of like vine i haven't seen one but my niece talks about it yeah, it's pretty much Vine. I don't, I, like, it's funny because Vine was like a thing. People got Vine famous. And then Instagram started coming out with things that were very similar to Vine. So then Vine went away. And then we had Instagram stories. And then Facebook came up with stories. And then now we have TikTok. Again. So and what exactly is TikTok, Trina? So I think I, I downloaded it like a long time ago before it became like a crazed thing. And because my nieces would like post little videos mm-hmm. on there. And they there would be like these viral video trends of people like basically like putting up like a funny say like a funny dance or something like that and then like a bunch of people would like do that same thing and post it on there and they're all all of them would do their own little videos of this exact same thing and they're i think they're like six seconds it's very very much fine um i don't understand it too much it's just you can look by subjects and stuff or you can follow different people and you can see their videos but people will go tiktok viral and famous with their videos it's it can be anything you can go you can have tiktok little short blips of people talking about things or little videos of them doing stuff, but they're not long. So people are consuming other people's content. Yes. And they're very, it's like, it's all video, no photos and it's more funny stuff. It'd be like if you were to make your own actual, like, like meme video type. So maybe people shouldn't get their news from that. Yeah, not at all. I mean, I don't even know how you can. Now we also, I guess need to bring up YouTube. People do still, uh, watch lots of videos on YouTube and these can be how to videos, but people also watch news videos on YouTube, but these could also be lots of opinionated videos on YouTube. See, that's the problem I have with like the YouTube videos is that these are still, I feel like it's the glorified blogger. You get people who are, uh, who can make it look fancy and like it's a professional site and a professional video. Mm-hmm. Like they're an actual trustworthy news anchor, but they're not. Mm-hmm. They don't have a journalism degree. They don't go by the ethics and code of conduct that the journalists should go by. This is usually a person who's done some research, decided to make their own show, and talk about it in their own way. Much like us. We're a podcast. Uh, exactly. <laughs> but we're not claiming to be experts on like anything that should be newsworthy no. ever. <laughs> Do not take your news from us. That's right. No. We might talk about the news and you might discover something like you would the news. 
but we are not newscasters because we definitely say the word fuck and poop a lot yeah <laughs> we're not the news we're not the news <laughs> you might find something that you like and you want to discover and like research it more in your own but we're not the news but I, like so this just fascinates me though when we go back to like the subject of where do you get your news from like i know some people who do um the skim have you ever heard of that yes like, i actually no, love the what skim. Is the skim oh okay it's an it's a daily email that you can actually sign up for um and it's uh worded and phrased in a way that definitely is it's for a target audience pretty much for women Mm -hmm. uh, of pretty much our age group kind of a millennial age group but i love the the thought process behind it it's Mm -hmm. it is this the skim of the news like most people will skim through the news that's what they kind of refer to it as right so this is what the skim is about they will start it off with like here's the headline then it kind of goes into uh Here's the the gist of it. Like it's the condensed version of like this happened. That's it. And then it goes into if you want to, you can actually click on it and then go to actual articles on like and what's news the sources and things news like sources that. and a full story. But if you're wanting to keep up with current events, it's here's what's in the headlines right now, like the top headlines, and here's like we've condensed it to like a paragraph da- daily daily news and there i i will say this i really appreciate it because the skims um subject lines are hilarious oh yeah okay i'm signing up you should definitely sign up um yeah everyone should check it out if they haven't before because it is you can you don't have to read it daily because of course not everyone wants to consume news on the daily but that's what's great sh- about it you should you should but like if you don't want to, it's it's this is an overview of the news and it keeps you updated and informed about important things. Like, for instance, Brad, who doesn't know about coronavirus or Brad, who may not know about, you know, this Super Bowl halftime show because, you know, they're too or, good for that sometimes. Or just sometimes just the day to day political stuff that's going on, like which is very important if you want to be an informed voter like or if you want to argue with your parents or if, if you want yeah if you if you want to do that you're, um, you're not helping anyone if you don't co inform to the table you can't just say i'm voting for this person because i i like them for this reason i like their hair without knowing about the other people in politics R- right telling you, you now you should, you're gonna lose that argument with your grandpa y- you are <laughs> um but yeah Lindsay, i think you like this game it's very much geared toward um millennial women like uh, kind of in your uh mid to late 20 mid 20s to mid 30s yeah i'd even go up to like 40s i mean because i definitely yeah. think you're seeing the age grow with it it's more right. of like if you're the on the go thinker this is this is for you yeah it is and it if is. you want a little bit of humor to go with this it is it's, it does have that humorous element mm-hmm. my mama gets her news from the 700 club okay well <laughs> um and that's an we don't have to go into that, but that's um, <laughs> not the place to get your that's news. That's not the place to get your news. Yeah. That's another issue. I mean, I guess at least she's getting some news, probably mm-hmm. unlike Brad, but that's the problematic place to get your news, and I'm not ashamed to say that. <laughs> Me either. I will say this. It's also interesting what they share in the news in different areas, because my dad will sometimes call me about things that are in the news about Tennessee, where he's at in Florida, and it's not been on our local news here and he'll be like you you don't watch the news do you and i'm like 
but I do. They just haven't said anything about that. <laughs> like they, they, there was something he sent me about like the flooding in uh, Gatlinburg, and I was like, I haven't seen a single thing about the flooding no, in Gatlinburg. I didn't even know there was. And he sent me two videos of massive flooding in Gatlinburg, and he was like, "It's right where we stayed at last time we went to Gatlinburg on our trip." And I'm like, "Nope, hasn't been in the news at all." He sends me videos, and I'm like, "Oh no, it's I, like actually flooding." See, I okay. will say I knew about that just because I follow the Knoxville news on Facebook just because of UT. Yeah, but, but the local Nashville news did not cover that at all. Exactly. Yeah, Dad. Yeah, yeah, Dad. You need to calm down, Dad. That's you need right. to calm down. Drink, Dad. Um, <laughs> I think it's important that I I don't know what to say about millennial and Gen Z. I, I I don't know what to tell them, but they've got to follow some kind of news, and I don't know if it's to do something like the scam. They. I, they don't like to read. It's got to be some kind of video news. It's got to be in six gotta, seconds or less on TikTok. <laughs> look, look, the human mind like really does. We have like the uh, attention span of a goldfish, which is really, really short. It re- it really is like 16, 30 seconds or less. It's like a really short attention span. Like that's, that's what it is. That's what I learned in marketing. We have a very short attention span. Yeah. So we're not going to. We're not going to read a whole bunch. So if you're like an app developer out there right now listening, which you're probably not, if you're listening to our podcast right now, I don't know if any of you are, but you need, this is a million billion dollar idea here or probably less than that because also millennials don't want to pay for anything, but <laughs> Gen Z and millennials yeah. don't want to pay. They'll, they'll take advertisements. So advertise, but uh, you know, come up with some sort of app or some sort of way, a new way for news to get to these people. Cause I feel like that's like, that's the next big idea is if you can somehow come up with a, a way to engage them and make them find in- news interesting. But at the same time, I have to say, at a certain age, I was also not interested in the news. So when I should have been, you know, it wasn't until I got a little older and got a little bit more informed. But Okay, what, what age did you get informed? Can I ask? I mean, I paid attention to this stuff even when I was in college, but not closely. I was more informed. In, I was more informed about like parties, classes. But what about age twenty four? Oh yeah, age, age twenty four is different. I mean, I think it depends on what you're doing for your job and where you're at in life. There, I know twenty four year olds that would be all about the news and have matured and are really adulting. Like they're trying to f- enter the world of adulting at this point in time. They're also the ones who are maybe like again a little mature in a different way not to say like marriage makes you more mature but there are people that are like they're in relationships they're in a different place in their life and they're paying attention to this kind of stuff and then there's the 24 year olds that are um i have a job i finally have money let's go to bars and parties and let's have a lot of fun so there's not again not giving them an excuse like that they shouldn't they should be at that point in time they're adults they should pay attention to this stuff but at the same time like I also know 24-year-olds who are not informed because they're that's not part of their lifestyle at that point. I I agree with you. I totally agree. I wish I there should be an app developer or somebody who can do something to make college students pay more attention to the news. You're right. I probably didn't pay as much attention as I should have. But I feel like once you're of the voting age, you really there should be something to make you more engaged. Because when I voted the first time, I'm sure I didn't pay as much attention as I should have when I voted. And I, I wish I had. I do think it should be required that you should like take a little test to see who you should vote for, where you yes. ride on party lines. Because the big thing for me 
with it. I didn't vote the right way. I didn't vote the right way. Well, exactly. I feel like a lot of people will vote in line with what they were raised as. I did. I voted in line with my parents the first time. I did too. I did too. I did. Uh, For several years. Yeah. I mean, I voted in line with what I was raised on, not by necessarily what I believe, but what I was told. Yeah. When I actually started paying attention and then started going through questionnaires and realizing like, oh, no, I, I, I skew a completely different way or yeah. I uh, like on different subjects and it was just fascinating to me. I was like, huh? Okay. I, yeah. Yeah. And then a lot of people that I would talk to that are very hardcore lean to one side are usually siding with their, I don't want to say family values because it means it's not family values. It's what their family taught them. And, right. you know, and without because they usually couldn't back it up because, again, it's like the, the uninformed voter, the uninformed person who's going with what they were told, not what they were taught, not what they researched on their own. And I think that's just that's where we're at, where I think you should you should be required, even adults, you should be required to be tested to see what you actually believe. And your vote should be based off mm-hmm. of that, not like i like this person i don't like this person because of this random thing yeah you, you just know. need to make informed decisions yes. yeah exactly exactly so and and watch the cut just watch the watch a variety of news yes or or just read watch listen to a variety of news not just one if you want to learn more you should read books oh i was about to say that read like, books. in the words of jessica if you want to, to learn, learn more read 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 <laughs> that's right and with that i think it's time for treat 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 of the week, treat of the week. that is right what are we treating ourselves to this week to avoid the dumpster fire that is our lives right now that's what right. is making us happy Jess, you're up. Okay. Well, this sounds kind of weird, but um, okay. So I don't know if you guys have heard of the movie Jojo Rabbit. I've heard mm-hmm. of it. No. Okay. Okay. With Margot Robbie. Y- nope. 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 <laughs> I've heard of it. Okay. Okay. It actually has Scarlett Johansson. Okay. Blonde. Okay. Yes. So okay. It, by the time you're listening to this, um, it has just come out on streaming. Um to rent so you can rent it on Amazon Prime etc whatever um, I saw it in theaters and it won best adapted screenplay at the Oscars um, the director um, I can't pronounce his name but he is from New Zealand and he also directed it and he also um, acted in it but it is um, basically about this little boy who is in the Hitler Youth Mm-hmm. And he has an imaginary friend who is Adolf Hitler. Oh, I know this sounds really strange. Um, and it's gotten great reviews. And his yeah, and wait, his, wait, what's the title of this? Jojo Rabbit. Okay, and his mother is Scarlett Johansson. And um, I'm not going to give away too much, but I will just say. That I never thought in the first five minutes of a movie I would be laughing my ass off in the theater with a bunch of other people at a little boy in the Hitler youth um, hiring Hitler multiple times over with his imaginary Hitler his imaginary Adolf Hitler. Oh my. Um, <laughs> I might need to actually see this because I'm like, even the description of it, I'm kind of like, oh, that just like paints a really conflicting picture. Oh, <laughs> but I, I did. I I mean, it's, I like was cracking. I, I know it I just sounds need to watch so it. Sure. You just I? need to watch okay. it. Okay. 
So I like laughed multiple times. I laughed multiple times. I cried a lot. And then at the end, and this kind of goes along with the 2020 dumpster fire thing, which is why it's my cheerie of the week. Um, at the end, I was sobbing, kind of full of hope, but also just thinking about everything that's going on. I was crying because the movie ended on a, the movie, the way the movie ended, I was crying, but I was also kind of crying just thinking about everything that was going on. Like I was in the movie, they're just sobbing. Mm-hmm. It was like a cathartic sob. So I'm just saying, watch this movie. It is just very unique. It is just, it's such, it is such a good movie. Like we're, we're buying it immediately when it comes out this week. Like mm-hmm. we saw it in theater. It was, oh, that it was, means it's good. It, we, it was, I mean, if you buy a movie, I mean, it, we, it was nominated for one, best picture. It didn't win, but like it was, it won best adapted screenplay. It is, it is so, it's so good. It has Sam Rockwell. It has, um, it has, uh, the guy, um, Theon from Game of Thrones is mm-hmm. in it. Um, and it has, um, Scarlett Johansson, who was nominated for Best Supporting Actress. It is Jojo Rabbit. It is so good. Awesome. Lindsay, what are you treating yourself to this week? Okay, so I'm treating myself to a film as well. Uh, Miss Americana. Oh. The Taylor Swift documentary. Oh. It's on Netflix. So it even if you don't like Taylor Swift, even if you don't like her music, it is worth watching. Um, it starts off and it talks about like how how old she was and kind of like what her parents did in order to like help her with her dreams. But then it goes into a lot more. It goes into kind of the psyche of her um, as she was dealing with stuff, um, especially after that Kanye West stuff. Um, It even shows her like, you know, in her early twenties talking to um, different TV host and they're like you know you never share your political views and she's like well I'm an entertainer like that's not my job and how she has progressed to the person she is today where now she is very vocal about that stuff Mm -hmm. and why like what has changed and uh, what she stands for and um, how she makes her music and what she what her influences are so it doesn't even show like a whole whole song Mm -hmm. like it shows her it's just very interesting um you know if you're into the feminist movement if you are into the political movement it's definitely worth a watch i was gonna say i actually have already seen it yes what do you think what do you think employment so (laughs) i watched it already um I, I agree with you. Actually, I really loved it. At the beginning of it, I was kind of like unsure just because when you go into like the history of someone and they're talking about like the, the things that uh, made them who they are and y- you don't want to hear any kind of, in a way, you don't want to hear any kind of woe is me stories right. when it comes to like, you're famous, you're rich, like you have you have it all. But then as it progresses and you kind of realize like there's a cost to having it all. And right. what does having it all kind of mean? Because um, she brings up some very, very interesting points in that documentary about uh, one, the political thing. Yeah. Being trained over and over again to not have an opinion on it and to have an opinion is basically career suicide. And then like my favorite part in that entire documentary, and I don't think I'm giving this away by any means because she's obviously already tweeted out and like and shared on Instagram right. like some of her opinions politically but like that moment that she is sitting there on the couch and she's like 
you know hesitation and she finally like hits the post button and she kind of like has this freak out moment of like she's posted it it's gone out there even uh, if she for, erased it in three seconds the amount of reach that it would have had in that time frame from her followers yeah and how many people could have screenshotted in that time like you you realize like we all freak out sometimes about like everyone has probably at some point like posted something and been like is this okay does this sound stupid right or is this okay before they post it like imagine that when you have like millions of followers and not even millions billions of followers right and you just like shared something that important is this for some of the political stuff she did for tennessee yes she goes into all of that and like even the oh her difficulties with convincing i don't want to say older people but yes older people essentially on her management team that were like don't share your political opinions. yeah again this is career suicide don't do this she like, met with her backlash. manager and her father and they're like no remember the dixie chicks remember the dixie chicks and um yeah it's like it's her trying to fight with them to have a voice oh yeah oh i cannot wait yeah. to watch this it's, it is very fascinating because you you again you, it's like a, it's not asking you to have sympathy for a person that has so much but there is like it's an understanding of what they have to go through when like their opinion shouldn't matter more than ours but that also what we forget is that their opinion shouldn't matter any less than no ours too. right and you I know. feel like so much has changed since the Dixie Chicks. Right. Mm-hmm. Too. Well, and she even says, she's like, you know, I'm only going to be here for a short time as far as being in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. And am I going to be able to live with myself later if I don't voice my opinion when I have the outreach I do at this time? Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, it's, it's very good. She actually, she, like I said, she said she, or she said she's, she shares some very good points about that. She goes into the political stuff. Um, I think it was also good. She kind of brought up even some, some social things for her background. It, she, for me, it's uh, the fact that I just had a baby and stuff and like that. I put off having children for a long time because of my career and I work in entertainment, not to her degree, but I work in entertainment and she kind of implied like she's got the next like she's talking about tour dates like three or four years from now for an album that probably doesn't even exist yet so for her to plan out or not plan out having a child like you realize also really quickly like how people at in a certain position can't plan ahead for things like that it's very right. hard for them to and not to say that obviously if she were to have a baby and get pregnant tomorrow like obviously things would change but she has an understanding of how that that impacts so many other people and she had, she briefly kind of implies that she has an understanding like if she were to do some sort of life-altering thing like how it has a, an effect on hundreds of jobs oh my god you know it's not just like it affects her and her core team uh, her management office and all that it's like it affects people in venues it affects people on her tour it affects band members their families like there's an effect that ripples out from this one singular person there's also some really light-hearted fun moments oh yeah like she's having wine with a friend she's like you want red or white and her friend's like white she goes i know i feel like um like very old and sophisticated when i drink red wine which i thought was really relatable Uh uh-huh and then um she's talking to her the same conversation conversation and it's like a childhood friend she's like oh i went to see you know uh hannah and she just had a baby and she was like you know they just poop eat sleep poop eat sleep she's like pretty much it's a tamagotchi 
and I, oh just, my it was god really funny. like yeah. there were some like really uh relatable moments like funny because re- yeah. you know she's what 28 29 now uh, yeah i mean actually is she 30 now i think she might be but when she filmed it i think she was 29 yeah okay. i can't wait to watch yeah, cause she was talking about like going into 30 and it's kind of interesting to think about that because even when she was talking about her age in it i was like she's 30 yeah like, about to be 30 or is 30 now that's kind of crazy to me uh, i i just because the first time I ever met or saw Taylor Swift yeah. was before her first single came out. I was an intern in college. She came in and was recording in the studio that yeah. Marshall and I were interning at. And like, so there's that still that little part of me that's like, I remember meeting her when she was 16 and talking about getting her license. Oh, yeah. Whoa. So, yeah. and one more thing about this, because I, I really can't talk enough about it, but she talks about the differences that uh, men in the entertainment industry go through versus the women. And that uh, she... It showed a clip, and she's in this gorgeous emerald green gown at some awards show, and it's like a short dress but long in the back. And you know she's very tall; she has very long legs. And the female person who was talking to her was like, "Well, you're probably going to go home with a lot more than an award tonight, maybe a couple guys." Whoa! And she's like, "No, no, I will not be going home with anyone tonight. Like, just because I have on a pretty dress doesn't mean that." Mm-hmm. I'm gonna just take home whoever. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, the the way it was addressed to her. It, it is fascinating. I agree with yeah. Lindsay. Like, go watch that. It is such a good documentary. It, you don't have to be a Taylor Swift fan by any means, but you should go watch it. You probably will have a, a, a new respect for her in certain yeah. ways from it. But you'll also probably just learn a little bit about the entertainment industry. You'll probably just any person you know in the entertainment industry, you can pretty much put that person in her shoes to some degree and have a new respect for them yeah awesome all right trina what about you all right well my treat of the week um is is actually more shows but (laughs) mostly again let's let's go back to the fact that this is like the first time in my entire life that i'm like unemployed outside of my own means it's not me being unemployed because i quit my job and i'm doing side work myself or anything like that this is me being unemployed because I had no choice in the fact that I'm now unemployed. <laughs> so I had a whole plan when I came back from maternity leave and that has pretty much been taken away from me. So I'm trying to, again, think the positives. One of the positives is I am back to being at home with my son and binge watching a lot of shows. Woo! Namely, the start this week is this show. So I'm giving my treat of the week to our podcast. Aww. I've kind of started thinking about li- listening back after our, our two-year anniversary show, and I was like, I want to listen back to some of my favorite episodes. Uh, we've we've done some callbacks to some blogs. I want to put some links on our site. Like I'm like all about our show right now. So the treat of my week is is the Champagne Way. Oh, love I it! I also Aww. feel like while I'm unemployed, I should be able to use this as tax write-offs for research and just drink a lot of champagne while listening to our show. And our show is hilarious. I I have to say that just like because obviously we're on it but like i love listening to past episodes of this because i can i can separate myself enough and laugh through it and almost like i don't know the voices that are on the recording which i think is pretty good so i'm gonna give ourselves a little pat on the back because i love listening to our old episodes yeah um and the other uh, treat of the week for me is again like so many movies on netflix and stuff but um Eureka it's an old show from sci-fi I've watched it before like the entire series but Marshall's getting back into it with me and we've gone through like now most of the seasons we're like uh, I think down to like the last two seasons of it that's a fun show if you've never seen it go watch it it's like a really random old show they're supposed to be like high tech and like way ahead uh, scientifically and with technology 
and the amount of times that I've seen them like have like a little small phone or like a um, like a flip phone still cracks me up (laughs) (laughs) because I'm like yeah we're like way ahead of that guys (laughs) with our touchscreen massive phones nowadays it's cracking me up but at the same time they've got technologies in the show that we can only dream about that might happen in the next few years but like so it's like um an amalgamation of technologies it really is if you've never seen it it's really funny it's a really great show to watch like what year was it made in um early 2000s to like mid 2000s yeah. i mean like they talk at one point like they did a flash forward in the future and it was like a graduation in 2006 wow and i was like uh yeah no so i think it came out like early 2000s yeah i think um so. yeah but yeah it's still really really funny because now that we're in 2020 which they probably thought we'd have like flying cars by now in that show and they actually have sometimes like flying things in that show um <laughs> it's again it comes down to of all the things that they thought technology would be more advanced on they still had little tiny phones or like little <laughs> like things that look like a keychain that you'd slide up and like answer the phone because <laughs> they didn't realize you could watch porn on your phone they didn't realize That's that you right. basically carry around like a handheld tv in <laughs> by like realistically even before the show ended they were probably like man will this iphone thing really take off because it's gonna really outdate our show (laughs) i mean but it is really really funny and you should all check it out so time for drink about it drink about it good or bad what are you drinking about please submit to us on the champagneway.com or on our instagram in our champagners group if you know us personally text us because we love to hear all your things so what are we drinking about this week? Besides dumpster fires and the news and coronavirus. I mean, those those are some pretty good things to drink about. Collectively, um, we can drink about those things. Yeah. I mean, I'm just having a good old time drinking about work. Um, I feel like... Uh, it used to be that the week would go by pretty quickly, but ever since January seemed like it was a year in itself, I feel like the work week has stretched to be two weeks at least. Mm-hmm. So I'm just drinking that the work week just seems extra long these days and that I just I just drink every week to be the weekend. Yeah. That phrase, the days are long and the years are short, like really, really <laughs> sticks with me right now. Yeah. With mm-hmm. kids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's me. What about you, Lindsay? Uh, potty training. <laughs> please, please tell our listeners yeah, tell what you've told us, us about us. your potty training okay. so far. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we were going to kind of just wait till Rory was ready, but daycare told us, oh, she's going in the two-year-old class in like two weeks. So she's, you know, she can't wear regular diapers. She has to wear pull-ups and you really need to like be on some sort of like potty schedule. I'm like, ah, how do I even do this? So we got the little pull-ups and we've got like a little princess throne toy it and then we have a sesame street toilet and so today um i'm like let's go sit on the potty because she looked like she needed to poop and um i guess i didn't realize it so when i pulled her pull up down the ball of poop fell on the floor and i'm like sitting there and then i'm like rolling around the floor like putting her from toilet to toilet trying to get her to poop and i'm like man i smell it like i feel like you gotta go (laughs) and realize farting (laughs) i didn't know and just like i think she went and i was like there's nothing in here Oh, I'd rolled all in it. Oh, no. It was all over my feet, all over my knees. Oh, oh no. Yeah, so. I like my baby's even looking at you like, He's like, like you cray cray. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, potty training is hard. 
Oh, yeah. I've heard it's hard. I've got friends who have posted online about the uh, three-day method, which I I, like, I literally know nothing the logistics of it. I'm afraid to like look at it until I have to, and I can only imagine what it's like with a boy, but <clears throat> or honestly, just any kid in general. But I've heard this like something about this three day method that all I know about it is that it basically you should lock yourself in your house with this toddler, essentially, and like leave them pantsless. I like I don't know what the method is, but know. it's like apparently what apparently it's like three days straight of like you you don't give them an option. It's it, it, whatever they have to finally pee or poop. It's like they either have to go on a pot or they're just going to do it where they're at. And it's horrible you go through a lot of stain cleaner but apparently by day three they've got it but like i've heard it's like terrifying but it works well i'm trying to bribe with m&ms and it's not working i've heard the bribery thing can sometimes work but i think it just depends on the kid like if your kid has figured you out Mm -hmm. that probably means a lot about like what you're gonna deal with in their teens realistically but (laughs) oh great (laughs) like i don't know but i like that's that's all i know about this three-day method and Maybe you should try that. Sink cleaner <laughs> for what? Like your couch, your floor? Like what? All of the above. Oh, all of the above. I'm sure. Like if you imagine, like if you, like think about yourself. If you had to go pantsless for three days in your house, like there's going to be a point. If, and if you didn't know about toilets and you're learning about them, like there's going to be a point you have to go to the bathroom. And for the a baby without a or toddler without a diaper, they're so probably you, like. You don't do just move your kid to the toilet? Well, I'm sure that they are immediately as soon as they start to go dragging them to a toilet or carrying a toilet around them and following them with it but like i think it's just a matter of like if there's less obstacles between the kid and doing it like something about that that's all i know like i don't know enough about it i can think about the psychology behind it but again it's like potty training boot camp it's like i don't think it's worse than boot camp i feel like that's like potty training like hardcore like you have to be prepared again i have a little boy if i imagine like having to train him like that do you like he he pees now if he pees and we have the diaper open that's like a it's it's a fountain like so that's like yeah. double trouble if you have a boy i feel like he's just gonna <laughs> pee on the walls I th- and then just because he has the ability to directionally move it i think a girl would just be like in a way, it might actually be worse because you pr- they could probably just sit on the couch and just pee in the couch and you wouldn't notice it. Whereas a boy, if they were sitting on a couch and like peeing, you're going to notice the, the stream <laughs> a little bit more projectile I w- I'm going to have to ask my parents how they potty trained me. I have no idea. I don't know how my parents did it. No. Oh, well, okay. But yeah, I feel for you because yeah, potty training, that doesn't sound like it's a fun... Uh, a fun thing to, to deal with and I luckily won't have to for a little while <laughs> I like how uh, your daycare was just like hey do this yeah <laughs> time to do this I'm like right how <laughs> alright Trina what you drinking about alrighty I well obviously wah 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 I'm unemployed guys <laughs> so uh, there's that I'm drinking about that obvious reasons so mm-hmm. now I'm just that unemployed and drunk guys <laughs> yep. Um, but also, yay! I get to spend more time with my baby. Yay! I'm looking at unemployment as slightly cute. like a, a a little bit of a, a paid extended maternity leave until I can find a new job. Yeah. Totally. Um, that's that's where I'm at. That's I'm I'm again I'm trying to find all the positive spins on this. Um, one of them being I get to spend a little bit more time with my my boy, which is awesome. So that's what I'm drinking to this week. Love it. Is uh, oh, he sure is cute. I'm yeah. holding him right now. 
I know. He's so adorable. He's been a good baby, so we've been happy. And obviously, he can sit through a podcast with us. And he napped through the first half and uh, decided to give us all the funny looks in the second half, which I'm cool with. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay, you look like a natural, like you're ready for another one in October. I know, right? Round yeah. two. You better be, you know, getting to that. We're working on it. Getting busy. <laughs> right? Getting jiggy with it. All righty, guys. Oh, well, he's pooting on me. He's pooting. He has a lot of poots. So he's many poots. Big old diaper, too. So many poots. You need a diaper change. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, that is it for episode 55. You need to calm down, drink the rest of whatever's in your glass, go check out our Champagners group on Facebook. Uh, if you're millennial and you don't have Facebook, I'm sorry, we aren't going to create anything else for you. But get the news somehow. Somehow. God. <laughs> we won't join TikTok because I'm pretty sure if we join TikTok, it would just be a series of us pouring champagne into glasses. That's all. It you would know be. what? We'd probably go viral from it, though. Hey. Hey. So that's the only kind of viral you need nowadays. So cheers to that. Thanks for listening. Check out our website at thechampagneway.com, our Champagners group on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at thechampagneway.com. If you would like to follow Lindsay at the Prosecco Prosecutor on Instagram and Jess Hockey Tonk Bell B-E-L-L-E also on Instagram. And if you'd like to follow me, it is at Tree Tree Trina and that's T-R-I-T-R-I-T-R-I-N-A. So yay. Bye, Waylon. Bye. 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 Bye.